the WMEA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Yes, sir. We are back here with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. It is the last day of the regular season. It's been a ride. And I've had my guy here with me every step of the way, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what is going on? Nothing much. I'm excited, of course. We got a bunch of games. Unfortunately, I wish more of them meant something, but we got a couple that matter. Looking forward to it. Uh, we did pretty well in the last show, and you know, hopefully, we keep it rolling. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pretty solid show, the last show, and we've been on a heater going into these playoffs. And I'm just one. I just want to say thank you to everybody who has supported us in this first season of WNBA Gambling Podcast. It was great. It was a ride. We are not done yet. Job not finished, but. It was hella fun, and now we're rolling into the playoffs. Scott, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's tons of money to be made here. There's one game that I'm specifically eyeing right now, but we're going to talk about the entire card. Absolutely. And before we do that, we got to talk about WinBet, where new customers can bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out the reduced juice in baseball games, making them the best place to bet MLG, MLB. Look, you're getting all the same games that anybody else is betting, but you're getting better odds. Why would you not do that? Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. So much choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And do not forget about Odds Trader, the best place to compare odds from all the major sports books. So if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me that WinBet is going to have the best odds in MLB, well, check through all the sports books on Odds Trader. Look, and they give you different signup codes and promotion deals that's going on at all the different sports books. And they have a whole bunch of key fe- features like handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring, and bet tracking, player statistics, key game, key game statistics, and projected day weather. Look, you're getting all of that, and they also have a bet tracker, so you can keep record of all the bets you place and cash. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. All right, Scott, let's go ahead and dive into this slate. First game up on the slate, we have the Minnesota Lynx traveling to play the Connecticut Sun. And what should be or potentially could be, I'm not sure. I got to actually look and see if they're official. No, I think they were officially eliminated. So this should be Sylvia Fowles' last game. They are not officially eliminated. They're not officially yet? It's basically impossible for them to make it, but they can still technically make it. Okay, so this is technicality. All right, well... What we all probably expect to be Sylvia Fowles' last game. 
Minnesota Lynx traveling to play the Connecticut Sun. Minus seven and a half for the Sun. 164 on the total. This line has dropped. Opened up at 10. Now it's sitting at seven and a half. Looking at 59% of the bets, but 91% of the money on the Minnesota Lynx. Let's go ahead and dive into a quick injury report here. Same, basically a clean injury report for the Connecticut Sun outside of the regular long-term injuries we know. And pretty clean for the Minnesota Lynx as well. So, Scott, minus seven and a half with the Sun. What are you doing? I'm going to take the Sun in this one. Both teams are motivated because Connecticut still can move up in terms of seeding. Mm-hmm. And one thing, it's a brief rant about the WNBA for the finale. The scheduling that they set up for this day is one of the stupidest game schedules I've ever seen in my life <laughs> because you don't have teams that are competing with each other playing at the same time. So you can scoreboard watch and determine if you want to bench all your players if things don't go your way in the early games, mm-hmm. which is ridiculously dumb. So, so something to keep in mind, but Connecticut uh, plays first. So they can put the pressure on by winning. Yeah. And Minnesota, you can say, well, they're technically still alive. Yeah, they kind of needed that home game against Seattle, and they got run out of the building. Mm-hmm. I think this team's dead to rights. I'm taking Connecticut. They're still motivated. They're still playing for seeding. And since they play first, they don't have to wait and see what Vegas or Chicago do. I think that as a result, Connecticut's going to try. I think they kill Minnesota. That was one of the most uninspiring efforts I've seen, especially in Sylvia Fowles' last home game. You get run out of the building. Really? I think Connecticut wins this game by double digits. I don't think it's double digits, but I think that there's a middle from where this line opened at and where it's sitting at now where I think Connecticut does cover. So I'm going to take Connecticut in minus seven and a half. And if there's a win margin bet of Connecticut of like six to ten points, I just – it's been too many times that we've seen lines like this and it'll open up at a crazy high number and then it'll drop because all the money on the dog and it'll somehow fall in the middle. So it's like, oh, well, if you got the best number, then you won your bet. But if you tried to play it off of where the number's at, you lost. And I think this is one of the situations where this game gets kind of middled because I think that the links are still going to be competitive. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to get up for Sylvia Fowles last game. So I don't think that they're going to get run out of the gym, but I do think that Connecticut is just not going to let them win. I think that Connecticut is going to go out there and they're probably going to be close and they'll probably be extending the game with some free throws. So it may be a free throw game a little bit later, but I think this is like an eight, nine point win for the Connecticut sun. So yeah, give me the sun here. Minus seven and a half. I'll take the lower part of the number, but it should be interesting because they definitely didn't show up at all for that last home game. Uh, that's why I'm that's why I'm not sure. Game. That's why I'm not sure why you think they're gonna make this game competitive. Because you can argue the coaching staff's gonna, you know, get into it and talk about how they no show it at home. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I mean the odds you make in the playoffs are practically like two percent. And you laid an egg. In your biggest game of the season, do you really think they're going to rise to the occasion against Connecticut? Like, they didn't just lose to Seattle. It wasn't like a heartbreaking loss where things just didn't go their way. The game started, and it was over five minutes in. They got absolutely mauled. I'm a, I think that's going to linger. I really don't see Minnesota flipping a switch against another high-quality team. I think they get run out again. 
I think it's the pressure. I think it's just the pressure of, hey, that's that person's last game at home. I mean, we just sat there and we watched Sue Bird and. But now Seattle it's their Storm. last game overall, so that there's no pressure associated with that too. I think it's not as big as your last home game. Like you're playing on the road and you're playing against, yeah, a couple of fans who are appreciative, but not appreciative like the city of Minnesota is. And I, I think it's the same thing with Sue Bird and playing her last home game in Seattle, and they went and got beat by the Aces. They regrouped. It was a very emotional, touching moment for everybody, and they came back and put up a really, really good performance against the Sky. I think that is something like something similar. I'm maybe I'm not sold enough to pick them to win the game, but do I think it's closer? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a closer of a game. But we both think they don't cover. Yeah, no, I don't think they okay. don't cover. Yeah, I, I I can't pick them to cover. I think that. If I was, if I had the ten, I would have picked them to cover. But now that it's at seven and a half, and I lost those two and a half points, I just I feel like I've seen this too many times in WNBA this season, where this number just falls in the middle. That's why yeah. I'm like, hey, I would take a stab at a win margin for Connecticut from like six to ten because it's a lot of times I've seen this and it just fell in the middle. And I'm like, dang, if you got the the best number, you you know you won your bet. But if you got the worst number, you lost your bet. So I'd rather just go ahead and take the sun. Okay. All right, 164 for the total. I... I'm i going to lean over because the first two meetings went over, but I don't uh, feel great about it. Yeah, I, Minnesota just makes me think over, and Connecticut's been, you know, a little bit more of an over machine of the past few games. Three of the last four, I mean, three of the last five actually have gone over. Minnesota gave up 96 points in their final home game. 96 points. I think I have to lean to an over. Yep, three of the last five for the overts for Minnesota as well. I, I think it's a lot of points, and but I just think that the offense is a little bit better for Minnesota. They somewhat keep it a little bit closer until okay. about the end of the game. All right, let's move on to the next game of the slate. We have our New York Liberty at home playing the Atlanta Dream. Atlanta Dream are... Dogs in this one, Liberty minus three and a half. 161 is the total. Ticked up half a point from, yeah, ticked up half a point from 160 and a half to 161. Two points for the for the line. It was opened up at minus one and a half, set minus three and a half. Now for the New York Liberty, clean injury report, unlike what we've seen for majority of the season. And for the Atlanta Dream, same you know, same people out for the rest of the season. Asia Dernia Coffee, Christy Wallace, and Tiffany Hayes. So, Scott, minus three and a half with our New York Liberty, who on the road beat the Atlanta Dream just re- recent ago, the other day, actually, if for people that haven't been paying attention, it was the other day, and beat them by 10. So, what are you doing here? Minus three and a half with the Dream. It was two and a half about 20 minutes ago. So, this line did move. I think I have to go with the Liberty in this one. Mm-hmm. We just, I gave all my reasons for why I like the Liberty on Friday. And it was the fact that Atlanta's still injured and they're still extremely young. And even though the Liberty are young by age, they are still somewhat experienced because they made the playoffs last year and got in on some ridiculous technicality in the final game of the regular season. And I thought that when push came to shove, Yonescu would play better than Howard because the moment wouldn't be too big for her and mm-hmm. they'd win. And they dominated basically the entire game. Got a little bit dicey with about five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, but the Liberty kind of coasted the entire way through. Mm-hmm. Now they're at home. I'm going to go with the Liberty because they're fully healthy. 
Laney looked great on Friday, which I think is a big. Yeah, boost to the team. she did. She really and, did. And once again, I just question if Atlanta's fully ready for prime time, or if they're still a little bit young, a little bit nervous, and. It really looked like it on Friday. It looked like they came out and they were extremely tight. And I think that might happen again, especially on the road. So I'm going to go with the Liberty. Yeah. Atlanta just needs another year. I think they're a year. They need season ahead of schedule and one more year. They're going to be really, really good. But I think that this, the New York Liberty just have so many ways to kill you. They can kill you on the inside. They can kill you on the outside, especially the outside because they shoot the most, uh, one of the most threes in the league. Yeah. I think they're second in the league in threes. Attempted per game. And Wyatt is also five under on the road. They're just not a very good road team. Yeah. And I got this line at one and a half. So we're picking it at three and a half now, but I got it one and a half when it opened because I thought that was insane that the other line, the other line opened at one and a half and they were on the road. So I was like, it's no way this one and a half stays. And, you know, lo and behold, now we're up two points of value. I still like three and a half. I love three and a half. Actually, this is, going to be a lock for the day for me i'm just go ahead and lock this one up now new york liberty minus three and a half i think that they i think it's realize, cl- i think it's close for a bit but i think eventually the liberty blow it open yeah i think that I, they just realize at this point what happened last year and how they feel like they got rod when they did make the playoffs even though they made you know how they made it when they did make the playoffs they felt like they got robbed a little bit this is this is the start of the redemption tour for them. They go out here, they win this game, and they say, hey, we're going into the playoffs and we're going to get our best foot forward against, you know, whoever we end up getting. And I think this is a spot where coaching, Sabrina Inescu, the health of this team, the death of this team, everything comes together now for New York Liberty. I'll take them minus three and a half. They also did the hard part already. They won in Atlanta yeah. in a must-win game for them. So now... Yeah. We're talking about how the Liberty have an extra sense of confidence. This is basically a playoff series. I'm just going to say, I got to assume Atlanta's confidence is shattered because they've been so much better at home than on the road this season. And they really got smacked at home. I know the final score was Mm -hmm. close. They lost by 10 because of of a fourth quarter run. They were down like 20 points in the third quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. And now they got to go on the road against the team that just beat them. I question the actual psyche of the team. I, I like the Liberty and I like the under. I said I like the under on Friday. I figured a playoff type atmosphere while the referees let them play. Landed 150. Now the total's 161. I don't understand this total at all. I'm going to take the under. Yeah. I don't know it's why I see anything different. Total. Maybe because they're thinking the New York Liberty are back at home and they probably open it up in their home court. But but I don't think no, the refs are going to call a lot of this ticky tack stuff when there's a playoff spot, you know, at stake. So I see a similar story to what we saw on Friday, where the referees kind of swallowed their whistles for a decent amount of the game, and with a limited number of free throws, I can't take the over. I mean, I can't take yeah, I can't take the over. I'm gonna go with the under. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on under. All right. Moving on, next game of the slate, we have the Indiana Fever traveling to play the Washington Mystics. Minus 11 on the line for the Mystics. Opened up at minus 12 and a half. 159 on the total. All right, Scott, I told you, like, what was this, a week ago, two weeks ago? I told you what I was doing and how the season was going to end for them. So let me just go ahead and say it now and just go ahead and get it out of the way. Matter of fact, let me make sure I got the right number and just go ahead and get this out of the way. I said I was doing this. And it I just see seems roughly like the perfect plus, ending. Yeah, I see plus five thirty. 
plus 530. Okay. All right. Let's call it. Wait, wait let, me, let me just look here. Spread is 11 for the record. Yep. Let's go ahead. Call it plus 530. Indiana Fever money line, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They're going to end the season on a quote unquote high note and prepare for next season. I mean, the the misses don't have anything to play for. They're locked into their spot. They're locked into their spot. They really don't have anything else to play for. And I mean, it would just be so poetic to go on this crazy losing streak and win the last game of the season that means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Is nothing more poetic than this. I just, I could be wrong. I don't care. <laughs> Give me the Indiana Fever money line in the last game of the season. So I agree with everything you just said. I'm taking the Fever money line. <laughs> plus, plus 530. Let's go. And I'm taking the 11. The 11 the eleven's an absolute bargain. The 11 yeah, is a crazy is. spread. Yeah, it is. That's a great price for Indiana. And you mentioned the key point. This game means nothing. And people are going to look at the standings and say, well, they're one game behind Seattle, that's great for them. They lost the tiebreaker. The game means yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. So Washington should play nobody. They also just played. It's uh, an immediate you know, back-to-back there. Yep. So, And if you look at the overall game so far this season, even when Indiana was missing Mitchell in the last meeting when they had her in the first place, Washington has beaten Indiana by 12, 12, and 14. These games have been close to the spread, and I'm expecting Washington to bench half their team. Like, Indiana isn't good, but they're at least going to try. Yeah. Washington, they're, they're definitely going to give their best effort. So, I actually like Indiana. I think 11 is not even close to where this line's going to close. And that goes back to what I said before about the scheduling. Not so much for this game because the seating's already been decided, but I'm going to get back to the scheduling part in a bit. I do think that Indiana's going to close closer to plus eight. Mm-hmm. Plus seven and a half. I see a ton of money coming in on Indiana once Washington officially benches Deladon and all these other good players that they have. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't you bench all your good players in a meaningless game? I'll take Indiana because at least they're prideful. And I think that Washington is going to struggle without their best players. Throw throw Indiana into some parlays. I don't even care. Give me the money one. Give me the money line. Halftime, full time. Half. Yeah, I was about to say, give me the half. Give me halftime money line. Give me the full money line. Give me the first quarter money line. I really do like the the halftime play, though. I just you're not getting five to one. In one oh in no, one I'm game. trying to see if I can find a book that has halftime, full time odds because if Indiana's like eighteen to one or something, halftime, full time, like that's an auto play. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can. Okay, it's 100% in my mind that Indiana's going to be leading at half. Whether they keep that shit at the end of the game, I don't know for 100%. But Indiana is so scrappy in the beginning of games that I just got to believe that they're going into the last game of the season and saying, look, let's just open it all up and let's just go out there and do do whatever. And they're going to find some type of way to make this work. This is it. This is it. I said I said it. I said this was going to happen. It is going to happen. I'm telling you, Indiana is going to win the last game of the season, and we're all going to cash this big bet. I don't know why the books even – I guess you have to because Indiana has been that bad, but, man, I mean – No, there's this, this is – the thing that I noticed about WNBA, and I'm, we're going to get into the next game because I got a lot to say about it. The lines right now 
are some of the stupidest lines I've seen all year. <laughs> because we talk about how WNBA has low limits and people don't pay attention to them, which means that a lot of lines could be exploitable. But they're pricing these lines like everyone is supposed to play. And there is no account for motivation or lack thereof in any of these games. And I think that the books are going to take an absolute beating tomorrow. Yeah. I, I, I say it all the time. If this is a trap, I'm dead. Like, we're dead. because The, next, the next game we're going to talk about is a, a game that might kill all of my profits for the entire season. But this game, I will have Indiana. Okay. All right. And yeah, no, Liberty. I mean, it's Mystics under. I got to go with the under because I think the yeah. Mystics are going to bench half their team. Yeah. All right. Next game on the slate. We have Seattle Storm playing the Las Vegas Aces. Minus six for the Aces. 167 and a half on the total. Injury report for this game. We have the Aces who... Uh, Derek Hambry is out with that knee injury. She hasn't played the last couple games, I think. Yeah, hasn't yeah. played for the last couple games, and it looks like she's out till mid-September. At least that's what I see here. Uh, going for the Seattle Storm. Clean injury report over there. All right, Scott, I'm going to let you have the floor. I'm unloading on the Aces in this game. <laughs> Full-on unloading a Briggs truck, and I found five and a half. And I talked about the motivation. Mm -hmm. I talked about how that's something to monitor. And I just talked about how the odds makers have not accounted for any of this. Mm -hmm. Vegas is competing for the number one overall seed in the WNBA playoffs. And you look at the time of this game. They play at 3 o'clock. The team they're competing with is Chicago. Chicago plays at 5. Which means there will be no scoreboard watching of any kind for the Aces. If they win this game, they are the one seed. Seattle, we saw, beat the crap out of Minnesota on Friday. They got rewarded with the guaranteed four seed. Mm. They have nothing to play for. This is a meaningless game for Seattle. Brianna Stewart should not set foot on the court at any point. Her nickname for this game should be Street Close. She should I not be wearing a jersey. See how much I'm smiling and laughing right now. Brianna has been talking about this for a while. I do think that Sue Bird is going to play. However, the over under is eight and a half seconds. I think she's going to take. <laughs> I think she's going to yeah. take the Draymond Green approach. I think she's going to fully dress oh, because this is her final regular. It's her final regular season game. I think she's going to play eight seconds. Intentional foul. A round of applause. I'll see you all in the playoffs and rides off into the sunset. But it's five and a half. These teams just played in Seattle at full strength a week ago. The Aces won by eight. The Aces are competing for the one seed. Seattle has nothing to play for. How the hell is the spread five and a half? The Aces are at home. The Aces should close close to nine or ten. I don't know why Seattle would play anybody on their team worth a damn besides Sue Bird for seven seconds. Give me the aces, five and a half. I'm unloading the truck. They should win this game by 20. There is no reason why Vegas does not beat the Seattle Scrubs by 20-plus points, because Brianna Stewart should not be playing. Can we agree on that? Yeah. yeah so I'm play. all in on the aces. There's no chance it closes at five and a half or six. 
it'll probably close 10, but I'm all in. If Vegas beats me, I'm absolutely cooked for the week and for probably the entire season because a lot of my profits, if not all of my profits, are going on this game. But this is an absolute <laughs> steal. I have to on principle. This is oh one the du- this is one of the dumbest lines I've ever seen from a sports book. I don't get it. This doesn't make any sense. You, <laughs> I'll let you add in anything you want. But can you at least try to push back? Can you push back and try to tell me that I'm wrong on something? Because I really only see this game going one way, unless you know the bench players are happy to be there and they put on an inspired performance. But Seattle's already looking for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean. Do you think Stewart plays? We'll start there. Nah, I don't think. I, I wouldn't play her. I, but I'm also not the coach. But I don't think. Stewart Why plays. would the coach play her? Especially after she had an ACL injury a couple of years ago. And, I mean, you're getting a break before the playoffs, but it's not. The playoffs start Thursday. So, I mean, yeah, give her Sunday off. Like, it's fellowship of the Lord. And if you do stuff like that, I mean. And the Aces are motivated. Yeah. I I would. I mean, maybe if you're talking MVP, maybe that's the angle. MVP, one more final MVP push against the other consensus MVP favorite in Asia Wilson. I mean, maybe I, I, I just can't, I genuinely can only way that I can say you're wrong. And the only way that I can say that I would be slightly hesitant is if they go ahead and say, fuck it. It is Sue Bird's last regular season game. One game's not going to hurt us. We're going to go out here and try to win. I think for that reason, I will place the bet on a book that allows a cash out option before the game (laughs) just in case you know just in case you know i did think about that though but i'm I'm going based (laughs) mindful he didn't say that he wasn't gonna place the bet he said i'm gonna place the book that will offer me a cash out well first of all if if you really are betting on any book you should be working with a book that gives you a pregame cash out option just automatically yeah like that's just a given so i can understand that point but do you think that Seattle cares more about like an MVP nah, for Brianna Stewart or a championship? Because nah, they're guaranteed to play Washington. Care. There's no reason for it. And let's just say you're right. Let's say that they decide, you know what, Brianna, we'll let you go for 40. Vegas just beat them by eight last week in Seattle. Five and a half is an absurd spread, no matter how you slice it. At full strength, Vegas should be laying like seven because they just beat them by eight on the road. But if Stewart is out and assuming that Sue Bird also doesn't play for the majority of this game, what what spread do you think would make sense in your head? Like Vegas 12 and a half against the bench unit? Like you can argue Vegas could win this game by 30 if Seattle benches everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it, it could be really, it could be really, really bad. And the fact that they're still, well, I mean, they kind of figured out their rotation without De'Ara Hambry, but you know, still, it's it's a lot of things Vegas has to work on, you know, to make a really, really good playoff. Also, the importance of home court for them, especially because Vegas has been very good at home all season long. And I think that Vegas beats them at their full strength. Like that's really the that's the kicker yeah. for me. I th- I would pick Vegas if they like. I would pick Vegas to beat them at their full strength. So now that I'm potentially more than likely probably getting some players that's not playing, 
Yeah. And you're saving points because they won by eight on the road and they're favored by five and a half at home. Nothing about the spread makes any sense. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and lock up the aces. I'm doing it. All right, that's another lock for this slate. It's a, I mean, and just let's just go ahead and transition that into the next game on the slate because I mean that's we basically just gave you the handicap. Well, I mean, I don't know for Scott, but I know exactly what I'm doing for this next game. Chicago Sky are going to the Phoenix Mercury to play them last game of the season, minus six and a half for the Sky on the road. 166 is the total. Injury report here for the Mercury, as you know. Diane Taurasi and Skylar Diggins-Smith are out for the rest of the season. And for the Chicago Sky, we have clean. I mean, the Sky are going to see the aftermath of the Aces game right before this. This is where the scheduling rant comes in, because I don't know how you did not put the Sky and the Aces playing at the same time. It's fine, because I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm so not am gonna, I, but it's I'm just not wasting no time. It's inexcusable for an organization to do that. It's nah, it's absurd. I, I, I think that they, I think they just aren't in the predicament to be f- as flexible because you know the NFL. They be, when they get to the point, they'd be like, "Oh no, nah, we flexing these games around." I don't think that they're in a predicament where they could just flex games like that, especially because all this stuff is showing on t- these different TV networks. And I don't know. I just don't think that they're in a predicament to flex games like that. But either way, it doesn't really matter to me. Phoenix Mercury plus six and a half Phoenix Mercury money line. I'm on the same page. We're both assuming that Vegas is going to beat Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So then Chicago's going to see that. Nothing to play for. Not care. The only go out there. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I would not take the first half Mercury because there might be a little bit of overlap in there. Yeah. And if the Aces game is for some reason close, then Chicago still might go for it. Or yeah. worst case, play their starters for a half yeah. in there. So one prop I am looking at, Sky first half, Mercury full game, plus 875. I love it. So that I'm looking at, I'm tempted by. But for the sake of this, I got to go with the Mercury because we're assuming that the Lynx are probably going to lose the opening game against mm-hmm. Connecticut. They'll be able mm-hmm. to see that. So if the Lynx win, you got yourself a bit of a situation, but we'll we'll see either way. Yeah, Actually, no, because they're still gonna need to try anyway. So I gotta like the Mercury because there's a 100% chance that the Mercury try, mm-hmm. and there's like a I don't even know like a 30% chance that the Sky actually try for the entirety of this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no situation where the Mercury aren't trying to win this game and get in the playoffs. I, I there's there's not a situation. No matter what, Even I'm trying if, to think of one. Like maybe if the Liberty win and the Lynx lose, then like I, I, they still have to win. Like I don't think it matters. Yeah, and even if Atlanta wins, they still have to win. Like, right. They still have to win. So there's nothing. There's nothing that's selling me off of them. I, I don't see how they can do it. I think that even the Sky backups can give the Mercury a game right now. Yeah, but I'm just gonna trust the fact that they have something really big to play for, which is a playoff spot right now. So, yeah. And I'm, going right. with the, I'm going with the under because I don't know who the hell is going to play for, for Chicago. So, I'll Agreed. take the Easy. Easy enough. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Let's keep it moving to the last game of the slate. In the last game of the WNBA season, the Dallas Wings are going to play the LA Sparks. They really saved the most meaningless game of the season for the final game of the season. Yep. 
Absolutely. Minus four and a half for the wings. 164 on the total. That total that uh minus four and a half ticked up from minus three and a half for the wings. Injury report here for the who do we have? I don't know who's gonna play because who gives a damn? Yeah. Uh, well, we know Enrique is not playing. Boom. NECA is questionable. But, a- but after, is a re- questionable. after Enrique got injured, aren't you automatically benching Gray and everyone else because you need everyone else to be healthy? Yeah. I mean, I actually... Like Mabry? Like, why would you use any of these people? I'm just going to assume that maybe interim head coach for, you know, the Sparks... Gotta uh, yeah. not wanting to quit, want to rally this team to make it, you know, it's a home at least game. look good. Just give me the Sparks plus four, four and a half. This is really bad. Plus, I mean, yeah. we talked about the games that we really, really cared about already, but plus four and a half for the Sparks. And I'll, I don't know who's playing to even yeah. try to. I I'm guess taking the Sparks in the under. And they play maybe uh, over, but I don't know. Sparks in the under for me. I expect Dallas to bench about their entire team. Maybe we should just parlay all the unders in this game. Oh, no. Like, I might actually create, like, a huge money line or spread parlay yeah. based on, like, motivation entirely. We saw in the oh, NBA no, no. 100%, 100% parlay the Aces minus five and a half and Phoenix money line. That's 100% a parlay. I would do that. I mean, I mentioned even the fun one. I might throw an Indiana money line. Like I just might go nuts for the WNBA in this game in this day because we saw with the NBA, especially in the final day. Yep. All the teams that needed to win dominated. Except the Nets. I know they won, they didn't cover against Indiana. <laughs> but the point is all the teams that needed to win had motivation against unmotivated Indiana teams. Indiana was up in that game too. That's crazy. They were. They they I mean every team that needed to win won. Your nets up. Uh they they do. Or they did. <laughs> they had the same amount of playoff wins as the Knicks. <laughs> they do, but or they did. <laughs> they did. This year, I don't know who the hell's there, but the point oh, is, it's a similar story, and you hope for very competitive games in the final day. We mm-hmm. have one, basically a win and in game, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, with the Liberty and Dream, but a lot of these games are just one team cares, one team doesn't, and from what we've seen in the past, if you just parlay the teams that care against the teams that don't care, you might make a fortune, and you might throw in Indiana for fun. But I, I think the books are going to get absolutely killed. Can we go back to Connecticut real quick? Does yep. Connecticut care? <laughs> Connecticut does because they actually technically have a shot at the one seed, which is very, very funny. If they win and Chicago and the Aces oh, lose, then Connecticut gets the one seed. Oh, shit. Okay. But right. the point is Connecticut plays first. That's another yep. example. So Connecticut can put the pressure on because they're the first game on the calendar. Okay. All right. All right. I'm back on it. I was about to. I was about to flip to Minnesota plus seven and a half that quick. But no, know. both teams right, are I'm motivated that. in that game, and both teams are motivated in the Liberty game, and then every other game besides maybe the Sky Mercury game. If the Aces lose somehow, every game is one team cares, one team doesn't, or neither team cares. Okay. All right. Let's before we do our lock and dog segment, let's go ahead and get paid because Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make sure that every game matters. Look, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our SGPN NFL Survivor Contest, free dinner and some amazing prizes will be announced soon. Hop in to reserve your spot at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. I'm going to let you know I'm entering and I plan on winning. 
So you better come with it. Damn right. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of millions of players around the world. They just passed over 4 million users. And now you can use Sleeper different than any other fantasy app with their new over-under game. Look, you just take somebody, say in the NFL, like rushing yards, passing yards, something like that. And you can collect, select the players you want to put into the contest, select over-under. Then you can win 20 times to two times to 20 times the amount of money you put into the contest. And with the NFL season around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Super cool. They have a chat feature where you can chat with your buddies or you can hop in ours and you can chat with us and we can copy our, you can copy our picks. We can copy your picks and we can all make money. So sleeper.com slash SGP gets you into our chat and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP terms, conditions apply See sleepers terms of use for details. And Lock and Dog is officially brought to you by IP Vanish, the official VPN of SGPN. Look, you get 100% encryption on your data without sacrificing speed on unlimited devices like your computer, tablet, phone, even a fire stick so people don't know what you're streaming. Hides location. I used it all the time when I was deployed. And now you get the opportunity to use it too with an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to IPVanish.com, so that's SGP, and use promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com, so that's SGP. All right. Lock and dog. Are you going first, or am I going first? Oh, I'm going first. Okay. We're not changing the mojo. All right. You have a couple. We we have a lot of locks because yeah, we have a lot of locks and we have a lot of dogs actually, which is really crazy. So I'm gonna just go with the New York Liberty minus three and a half because Liberty. I just think I think they're the, yeah Liberty Liberty. I think they're the best team. I think they're the better team of these two teams, and I think that they are locked into the playoffs. They know what it's like the taste to get there. They've shown us that they can get there in the past. <laughs> by whatever way that they can, they can get there and they can actually have a pretty good performance in playoffs. So I'm going with the Liberty because this is basically a playoff series for them and they're going for the 2-0 sweep. Let's see here for my dog. You know you know what you're doing already. You said yeah. you were going to do it a month ago. Yeah, take, no, I have to. So Indiana, 5-1, to one, hell yeah. Indiana fever, money line. Last game of the season, they end the season on a high note. Yes, I've been waiting to do that for a while, and it's going to cash. I'm telling you. All right, Scott, lock and dog. What are you doing? My lock is the aces. I said I'm unloading a Briggs truck, so I'm going to have to be a man of my word here. <laughs> everything I just, everything I said before, the aces five and a half is offensive to even an average better. I don't understand what the angle is for Vegas or the odds makers in this spot. They just beat them by eight on the road. Seattle might bench everybody. The Aces are going for the one seed. Seattle also could bench everybody for potential scouting purposes because they might play the Aces in the second round of the playoffs. So I don't really understand anything to like about Seattle in this game besides maybe Stewart going for an MVP run. But are you really going to potentially jeopardize your season with an injury because you think she has a shot at MVP? No. So I don't really understand the point of that. Give me the Aces. I think they probably close closer to nine or ten once Stork gets ruled out. Give me the aces all day, every day. All right. What's your dog? So my dog, I have a couple because uh, we talked about which teams care and which teams don't. 
Uh, the Sparks game, I'm tossing out. I'm tempted by the Sparks, but I can't touch that game at all. Uh, I'm having a bet on the Sparks, by the way. I'm go, I'm go, if, I'll tell you what. If the Aces cover, then I'll have a bet on the Sparks. <laughs> like we're, yeah, that's going to yeah. dictate my entire afternoon. Okay. But right. I think I got to go with the Mercury in this one. Yeah. I was going to take Indiana, too. I will have a play on Indiana, a plus 530. I mean, that's just insane. But I'm going to go with the Mercury because they still should be playing for something. I'm assuming that the Aces are going to win. So in a way, my lock and dog are correlated. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming if Vegas does what they're supposed to, Chicago is going to bench everybody. Worst case for the second half. And we've seen Phoenix actually look decent at home all season long. And even lately. They killed the Liberty. The The Wings had nothing to play for, but they still beat the Wings handily. Phoenix at home. They got something going. I'll take them on the money line at plus 230. That's a hell of a price. Scott, do you know that if you parlay both of our locks and both of our dogs? Is it like 50 to one or something? Oh, it's even better. I'll give you one more guess. It's perfect. Is it 69 to one? 69 to 1 Scott <laughs> we have got we have got a 69 to 1 parlay for you let's go this is the perfect way to end the podcast we're not ending it any other way we're ending it just like that subscribe to the WNBA gambling podcast thank you all for a great season we will see you in the playoffs we out